What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. What's going on, dude? I'm uh, pretty good. How are you? I feel like I haven't had you or we haven't been together on this podcast in a number of days. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little while. Yeah, we got to get back on track where uh looks like there's a small window of time every Sunday maybe where it'll be best. So yep. that is, that's what we'll shoot for. But hope everybody's doing well out there. Hope nobody got blown away by, I think it was Storm Sierra, I think her name was. So pretty stylish, popular name uh, for a storm. But <clears throat> as you probably know by now, uh, and if you're listening to this podcast, surely you are a Premier League follower, fan, fanatic like we are. Uh, the Manchester City West Ham game was postponed due to severe weather. And of course, just minutes after that announcement came, uh, the storm broke and there were sunny skies in Manchester, which has yep. probably never been there, but probably a rare occurrence with the sunny skies, it sounds like. So uh, <clears throat> first up, let's address what's going to happen with that fixture because <clears throat> there are a number of uh, FPL managers, probably most active managers that have at least one Man City player in their squads, probably Kevin De Bruyne, um, <clears throat> while many others have uh, either Mares or Aguero. Yeah. And chances are you might have even captained one of them or vice-captained one of them for Game Week 26. So <clears throat> as of right now, nothing's going to happen, and <clears throat> that means nothing bad in that context. So nothing to worry about yet. Um, I would imagine that the Premier League will do everything it can to – keep the game within this game week. Uh, I just feel like uh, it's more of a logistics problem, and there's I'm sure that there are expectations from advertisers and sponsors and uh, television rights holders and stuff to, to not see this fixture postponed for too long. So no announcements have been made yet. Um, so either... I think it will either be played uh, by midweek or um, it will be postponed to a later game week. Yeah, and depending <clears throat> on what happens, it can it sort of affects what the people, what the uh, FPL managers have chosen, yes. especially with managers. Uh, so there's there's a positive and there's a negative. So obviously the negative is, let's say you captain <laughs> Aguero and you vice captain De Bruyne. Yes, that's a waste. That's a completely wasted captain. Um, yep, and it's it's kind of frustrating because it's like it's the weather it's not like they didn't well obviously they didn't play but it's that frustrating thing like you had them and you, you had but then like you had them yeah, in good form yeah, too exactly in a, in a fixture that is favorable west ham at home yeah absolutely you know a thousand times favorable for them and um i know a lot of managers like us were sort of banking on a big performance from their man city uh players um so yes um there there definitely can be a negative if this game is postponed obviously um you get no points from those players uh no captain's points too so um you know hopefully everyone's benches are halfway decent yeah hopefully you have some uh Maybe, Some Sheffield players, maybe? Maybe you've got Lundstrom on your bench, thinking that he may uh, be benched uh, today against against Bournemouth, and certainly he was. He started off on the bench, and then, as you probably know by now, especially if you are a Lundstrom owner, um, he came on later in the game and then scored the game winner. Yep. Which hurt 
uh, those of us, including us, that transferred him out over the past couple of weeks or maybe as recently as the game week deadline for for this game week 26. So uh, a little bit of frustration. Those that, that sort of kept the faith or, or held on to him just out of necessity or lack of funds or whatever the case may be, uh, you know, will get the last laugh. So hopefully if he is on your bench, uh, having a Man City player or two maybe not play, again, still not confirmed, but maybe not play, at least you'll hopefully get rewarded with someone like Lundstrom coming off your bench with, uh, I think he had seven points. Yep, and it's the, it's the weird things like this, um, that it, it just, you just always have to have a good bench ready. Um, you do. It's just, it's such a, such a big factor. Um, yes. Because, I mean, how many times in a year would you expect right. a game to be canceled because of weather? Yes. But it shows that it does happen, and you need to be prepared. That's a great point. And especially as you get later, especially the second half of the season, um, there's so much fixture congestion, players getting injured, playing, players getting rotated, rested, minutes managed, that you really do need to have a reliable bench, um, especially in this last, say, quarter of the season where strange things happen, teams advance in uh, domestic cups, in European cups, and games get postponed, and then there's doubles and all kinds of crazy stuff. So we've been preaching this well before going into the holidays, that um, that having a good bench, not just a bench where maybe you get a point or two, but a bench where you could have a Lundstrom potentially coming off with seven points, um, all the better. So let's... Uh, We'll take the last game of the game week first and talk about the Sheffield United-Bournemouth game. So um, windy, wet conditions there as well, um, but not nearly as bad as everyone predicted. And like we said, same as in Manchester, uh, the storm kind of broke and it wasn't a horrible day uh, to play in. So uh, for many teams, you have probably at least one Sheffield United defender could be the goalkeeper and if you're like us you have doubled up and we've even seen some triple ups because of how well the Sheffield United defense have been playing and they concede pretty early in the game so that was that was a bit um, of a massive letdown the Sheffield this uh, today the Sheffield United game was the first time that we had any players for game week 26 playing you know, going into it full of high expectations and hopes that, you know, we were going to emerge Sunday with some solid points and sort of catch up on those that have already made progress by having players play on Saturday. And then to see Wilson score in the 13th minute uh, was a bit of a, a crusher. Yeah, it's it's disappointing, especially with um, with defenders and goalkeepers, where especially if it's so early in the match. Yeah. It pretty much just crushes your hopes like so fast, and yeah. it pretty much makes the rest of the game irrelevant. Well, unless they, unless there's someone like, um, like Lundstrom who can score and yeah. does score, right? But it's that thing where it gets rid of so, like so much hope from that match. Yeah, it is. It sort of deflates your your balloon pretty quickly, like you were saying. Um, you know, Bournemouth looked good in the first, say. 15 or 20 minutes, really good. I mean, a lot of possession. They just kept reloading that attack, and you knew you knew something was going to happen. Um, and Wilson was 
sort of unmarked all alone. The ball had uh, been deflected and bounced around a little bit uh, right before, and then he had the ball sort of fell at his feet, and he just kind of poached it in. So um, good on Bournemouth for that, but if you are a Sheffield United owner, and chances are if you are a Sheffield United owner, you are almost certainly uh, an owner of their defenders or goalkeeper. Maybe a little of you have Fleck in there, but you probably at least have one defender um, or someone in the back for Sheffield United. So that one hurt. And then uh, Billy Sharp right before uh, the halftime whistle scores in uh, the second minute of extra time in that first half. And then, as we mentioned, Lundstrom comes on late in the game and in the 84th minute uh, gets the game-winning goal. So um, that one hurt. Yeah, it did. All the way around. It was bad enough to have that goal conceded. And then for Lundstrom to go on and score was even worse. You know, oh, and one other thing that hurt is uh, soon after uh, Sheffield United conceded that first goal, Stevens, who we have, uh, got himself a yellow card. So it was just unfortunate all day. Yeah, not a good one. Things like that seem to be happening a lot. There seems to be... You know, just a lot where there's one day or one, you know, big game or something um, each week that just sort of stuns the FPL community. Yeah, it just destroys. You know, or at least polarizes them where for some, something great happened and for others, that same exact event uh, was a crusher. You know, take uh, game week, double game week 24, where... uh, a lot of us triple captain Mane. He gets injured very early in that first game, and uh, those that captain Salah go on to uh, much bigger and better things. So things like that have been sort of happening throughout. All right, let's go. Let's back up to Saturday's matches, and we had two. Uh, first was Everton and Crystal Palace. We will review. Um, good game from Everton. They look really good under uh, Mr. Ancelotti. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Um, Coward Lewin obviously scores. Yes. He's been on fire. Um, and then Richarlison, um, kind of a, I wouldn't say like a, a bit of an unexpected player, big player. Yeah. For them. Um, he probably needs to back something up considering they, uh, considering Everton turned down like a, I think it was 80 million from Barca. Right, so yeah. He has to, if he's going to, he has to do something for them. Um, and then obviously, uh, Coward Lewin also got an assist. Yeah. Good day for him. And he's Very played good. well lately. Actually could have had at least one more. There was a sitter right in, you know, what was he, probably about seven yards outside of goal. Um, and for whatever reason, he he roofed it. He just sent it, like, flying way high. I mean, the, the angle up over. For those of us that don't own Calvert-Lewin like us, then uh, we were at least thankful that, that he didn't score because that would have been a crusher. Uh, and then on the Crystal Palace side, Benteke. Not sure the last time he scored a goal or scored uh, an away goal at that. Did score to ruin Everton's chances of a clean sheet and really probably one that Pickford should have saved. It went under him, uh, just couldn't get down, couldn't get big enough, fast enough, and uh, Benteke scores. And Zaha, another person we haven't seen on the score sheet in quite some time gets the assist on that one and then lastly we've got Brighton and Watford 
Um, not the most exciting of games. <clears throat> it was nice to see Byrne back in the Brighton lineup. He uh, had a horrible, I think it was shoulder injury several weeks back, and it was nice to see him return to play. So, um, Ducore with a lovely goal, really lovely goal for Watford uh, in the 19th minute, just blasted top corner, and it was a, a lovely, lovely shot. So, um, Watford go into the half, one up over Brighton, and Brighton has definitely had some woes as of late, uh, especially on the attack, haven't really been able to get much going. Uh, Mupe, who everyone talked about, he had all these great underlying stats, these high expected goals and shots in the box and this and that, and he just can't seem to connect one to the back of the net to save his life. But Brighton do get a goal in the form of a Mariapa own goal, which was also a lovely finish. So both balls put in the net by Watford players were just absolute stunners. Yeah, uh, you know, Watford not only was doing work for themselves to, you know, score, but they were also doing work for Brighton. Hey, man, whatever, you know, just score goals. Yep. Um, So, you know, that one definitely hurt, especially losing two points like they did uh, when they were by far the better team that day, I think, Uh, was a bit of a crusher. But, you know, for those that own Matty Ryan, who's probably the most owned player on that team, yeah, maybe it's time to start looking elsewhere. Yeah. You know, goalkeepers are tough because, like you said earlier, it just takes one little thing. And, uh, I mean, who would have thought that Mariapa would have just driven um, a ball like that into his own net? So you just never know, uh, despite how well a goalkeeper's playing and his defense is playing, something freakish like that happens, and it sort of just, just sort of tanks everything from that standpoint. So... We've got a lot more games left to play. Um, we have nine more players, assuming that Man City play. Well, even if not, we've got uh, Madison first on our bench. So we had a real dilemma of whether to start Triore or Madison this week. And sort of the deciding factor for us was that uh, Triore is playing at home. Yep. And if you've watched that man play lately, he's got tremendous speed. He's strong as a horse. And he's got a lot of great technical skill. I mean, he's an exciting player to watch for sure. So hopefully for us, and I don't say this often, hopefully he and Jimenez really connect well against Leicester City since we've benched Soyuncu and would love to, of course, see Jamie Vardy um, knock in a few as well. Yep. So lots to come. You know, some other sort of unusual circumstances happening in game week 26, uh, Mo Salah just had his second daughter, or I guess his wife had their second daughter. Um, So there's no rumors going around or not a lot of people uh, speculating that he would miss uh, the Game Week 26 match for any reason because, you know, still sort of a week from when the baby was born to when the match is. Um, But something to keep an eye on, you know, could see something weird happening just because a lot of weird things have been happening, but there's been nothing formally stated, more just uh, a little bit of pessimism there, but something to definitely keep an eye on. Mane could make a return, um, and I would think if he does that he would come up big. So just some unusual things going on. Um, Once the Man City rescheduled match 
is mentioned, we will certainly post it on our Instagram page. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer up there as well. We have posted now that uh, the round five FA Cup fixtures have been determined. We've posted uh, some scenarios of what could happen if teams advance into round six. And we still won't know that for a while, um, but there will certainly be some fixture postponements, some Premier League fixtures postponed due to teams that will emerge out of round five going into round six of the FA Cup. So check that out there as well. And of course, any news, anything relevant to players or teams or fixtures, uh, we will be certain to post that on the Let's Talk Soccer page. Yes. I think that's probably going to do it. And we'll be back next time with a nice look at Game Week 27. Uh, Look at players to choose, players to stay away from, um, some predictions, and of course, captaincy options. So anything from you? I think that's about it. I think that's it, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. And goodbye.